What's up, Chris? Yo, yo, yo. Ready to make the ladies' panties melt. <laughs> melt? Melt. <laughs> yeah. That sounds worse than dropping, because then they'd be like, there'd be like burn marks where the panties used to be. No, didn't it wasn't Polly D's thing? Make the DJ that makes the ladies' panties melt, or was it drop? No, it was... it was melt. I just watched it this morning. Really? Okay. And then Ronnie also says that the house is so fresh that the girls are going to melt in their pants. Yeah, that's actually exactly the opposite because there's there's like there's only pants left and no girl. Whereas the other thing there's girl and no pants. I make her yeah, pants I... stay up and her body drop. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. All right, let's rip through this because we got a picnic to get to. Yeah. Oh, heaven forfend you miss a picnic. No, there's going to be There's kickball. kickball. He's pretty excited. Oh, okay, never mind. Let's do it. Yeah, full shit. <laughs> do you just want to cancel this? I don't want you to miss any of that. <laughs> I think I'll be able to make it as long as the show's good. Well, we got three and a half minutes of good tape down. I think we could probably call it. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Beatsuits. Welcome back to Read It Weep. This is episode number 60. That's right, we've done as many episodes as there are marbles in a Chinese checker game, except when you listen to us, you don't have to feel slightly racist the whole time. <laughs> we are the podcast about bad books, movies, and television. Today we are talking about Jersey Shore, the entire first season. Uh, the entire, let's try that again, the entire first season. Oh, God. Over 10 hours of these talking Cheetos since we last spoke with you. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is, uh, this is our, the Atlas Shrug of TV for us, I think, where we way <laughs> overdid the amount of consumption. Anyway, uh, if you want to read along with us, you can't by going to audible.com slash read it and weep, but you should go there anyway and sign up for a free trial, because that's how the show pays for itself. Now, it is time to introduce today's panel. First up today, his number one rule is don't fall in love with the Jersey Shore, and he remembers why every 15 minutes or so when he breaks up with his girlfriend... And then get back, gets back together with her. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ezra. My number two rule is to be buff and emotionally stunted. <laughs> We're reporting live from Nigeria today. Thanks for being with us, Ezra. That is pretty much where I am. Also joining us today, when he takes his shirt off, he's got a situation on his hands. Or you have a situation on your hands. Or his abs are the situation. Or maybe he's the situation. Or maybe sex with him is... Never mind. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris. Look at my abs. Wanna go. <laughs> Is that fight or sex wanna go? Doesn't even matter. It's the same. All purpose. I'm conflicted. Once, I mean, so there's this guy, Mike, and he's called The Situation because he has, like, you know, pretty ridiculous abs. And he just lifts up his shirt and he goes, that's the situation. So the situation is the abs, but it's also the nickname, and it's also the situation you find yourself in when you're hanging out with the situation. Oh, it's like it's like the Holy Trinity. <laughs> it's like the Holy, <laughs> the Holy Trinity of situation creepiness. It's like a smurf. Every other word is his own name. <laughs> Did you notice after the first hour of hanging out with him, everybody started using the word situation to describe things? You can't not. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Also joining us today, live in studio, she can't drive, use a phone, stay out of fights, or give it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Jen back to the program. Party's here. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I am your host. Uh, I, I'm the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet, and I'm very self-conscious about my Flintstone toe. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Alex. I thought oh, this whole yes. time her toe was like power in a car. 
And like, <laughs> I I can I can dish it out, but I cannot take it at all. <laughs> Before we talk about any more about this, we should understand the full plot of season one of the Jersey Shore. So, Chris, uh, I'm going to give you about about a minute to summarize. In the style of a Guido or Guidette of your choice. God, I, I think it takes about 10 seconds, man. Okay. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, just want to tell you about the time on the Jersey Shore. We got eight guys. I mean, uh, eight, eight Guidos, Guidettes. Uh, that's uh, four guys, four girls in the freshest house. This house is so fresh, it's on the Jersey Shore. Anyway, <laughs> we go out clubbing. And we party. And we get down, we, we, I get down with my boys and, and, and the ladies of the house and for a month, and nothing really happened. <laughs> I'm going to give you 25 seconds. Yeah, seriously. I, nothing happens in this show. There's like, you introduce the people, and you mm-hmm. see that you hate every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And then through the magic of editing, they pretend that things happen. All right, we're being way too harsh for this early in the show. What we like to do is we always like to start and end with a compliment sandwich So for our actual discussion. So, Jen, as the guest, you have the option of going first or last in the compliment round. What would you prefer? I'm going to go last. Okay, last it is. Uh, that makes me first. So everybody cross the, your first compliment off your list because the duck phone. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hands down. Best part of the show, the duck phone. Yeah. Here, here's what I think happened. I think they thought if everyone has cell phones, then they'll be on the phone and we won't be able to record it. So we're going to require that they only use one central landline in the house and then we'll have it recorded so we can play it whenever like something funny happens. And then some brilliant tech or set designer found a 50-year-old wooden phone that is shaped like a duck that quacks when it rings and as far as I can tell, it's almost impossible to use. Yeah. Years old. It probably was actually carved out. You know, it, it was a duck. Like, it was an actual duck. They didn't have wood back then. They just you know, took a duck, took out the inside parts, put it in a phone. That's, <laughs> I think that's what happened. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's my compliment. Going backwards is Ezra's turn. What is your compliment, Ezra? There's so many things I loved in this. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ez, you love stupid people. I, do, I was so everything. happy for this entire thing. <laughs> It like it blew, I mean, I watched it all in one sitting, so it made me go crazy for the next day or two. <laughs> <laughs> My dreams were actually severely messed up. <laughs> I guess honesty, maybe, might be one of my compliments. So at one point, um, Angelina, uh, possibly the lamest uh, of the of the um, of the eight. What? Yes. Yes. What? Very much yes. the lamest. So the lamest. Oh man, easily my favorite. <laughs> Well then, we can talk about this later. But um, <laughs> at one point, um, some of the guys have like girls in the in the hot tub, and like Angelina was like, "No, fuck this." So she goes upstairs and say, "Hey, you have to leave." And then like, it cuts cut away to her. Yeah, I have a cock block. I'm not gonna lie. I <laughs> <laughs> was actually one of my favorite parts of the show too, because she chases off these girls for being kind of dirty and whorish, and, and I was like, well. Boy, that sure is the pot calling the kettle a dirty skank. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I think you could tell like all the producers were off camera saying, like, no, Angelina, knock it off. We need those people there. <laughs> Chris, what is your first nice thing you have to say? Um, these eight people know their ethnicity. <laughs> they are all Italian-American, 
and they will not shut up about it. Um, there is, uh, they've got Italian flags everywhere and are talking about being guidos and guidettes, which is, from what I understand, kind of a pejorative term that they've appropriated. Yeah, I mean, I think it's yeah. a, it used to be a racial slur and is not no, anymore. it back. But I love it because it provides a strong sense of identity and sometimes, you know, can be a defensive shield for their behavior in a way that a northern European mutt like me just doesn't have. So for the record, I would love for like there to be like wasps and like waspets that are like this this intense about their waspiness. You know? it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's some white bread right Next there. Next house down. <laughs> oh, I got my cashmere and my pearls on. <laughs> my boom, Lawrence Welk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome, uh, Jen. Escape it no more. What is your first compliment? All right. My, my first compliment has to go out to Snooky, of course. And uh, I do believe that she invented the poof hairdo. I, I back her up on that. I haven't seen a lot of the poof. And so that's part of my compliment. The true compliment, though, is how many shots we had of her underwear throughout the season. And Censored. You know, well, sure, but... Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan get in trouble for this all the time, but Snooki really was applauded for how many times we saw her underwear. <laughs> I, I've never seen underwear censored before, I don't think. Maybe I haven't watched enough MTV. Well, I think if that you know little black bar was gone, you'd realize that it was a lot more ass than it was underwear. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say that she has a lot of ass, but I know she used to be anorexic and that this would send her back into a downward spiral. So I don't want to mention how big her ass is. I'm pretty sure she's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Snooki has a big ass. <laughs> Great. There, you made me say Let's it. Let's do it. <laughs> she doesn't need this shit. All right, you know what we should do? Instead of our nor- instead of hates right now, what we should do, because uh, clearly we want to talk about this, we should just do an in-depth character study. Oh, that's great. So, I think so. So let's, why don't we do the Jersey Shore Award Show? <laughs> so we'll, we'll do uh, the normal things. We'll do douchiest girl, douchiest guy. Are you saying douchiest or juiciest? We'll do both. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll do douchiest first. Douchiest guy. Yeah, douchiest guy. Nominations. Uh... That's the situation. Obviously. Right. Well, I guess it could be any of the four, really, is the thing. No, I don't know. I, I think I think Vinny is n- not in the running. Really? Yeah. Vin- v- Vinny, uh, Vinny was hooking – like, Vinny was just wanting to fuck with the situation, so he was trying to hook up with the situation's uh, sister. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see the problem here. Yeah. Okay. The situation deserved it. <laughs> he did deserve it. Vinny uh, is the young 21-year-old guy who seems the most down-to-earth. He actually went to college. He's also got long fucking eyebrows. He, he does have long eyebrows, his, and he loves to go crazy and dance. His eyebrows, like, wrap around his temple and, and meld into his sideburns. It's amazing. Maybe he pencils them in. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know how we haven't talked about Pauly D's hair yet, though. Oh, Pauly D is, is a lovable guy. What, but any man that takes 25 minutes to gel their hair into, like, a hard... <laughs> Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Jetsons <laughs> helmet of gel. Uh, well, so, and then the other one we haven't really covered is uh, Ronnie. Is Ronnie. It's hard to hate someone so laid back as Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie is not going to win the douche of the award. He's, he's, he's no. Well, he, he, he wins most knockouts awards. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, oh man, I wish we could have like a side-scrolling brawler, uh, which is the cast of the Jersey Shore, where you get to like either yes. pick like... 
like someone gets to choose like Snooky, and like she only you just only get beat up the whole time. <laughs> I don't I don't want to spoil anything, but if you think that Ronnie is laid back, I've got two words for you, and it's season two. Oh, so the uh, nominations for douche of the male douche of the year. Uh, it's between Polly D's hair and the situation as a person. Situation. All right, uh, so then uh, female douche of the year. Who? Uh, what are our nominations? Well, there's Sammy Sweetheart. Yeah. Sammy uh, can dish it out, but as Alex said, can't take it at all. She's also got hair extensions, which irritates me. Really? Yeah. Really? Not a fan of hair extensions? No. Oh, you would be surprised how many women are walking around with hair extensions. Really? You don't even realize. I, I mean, I guess it surprises me that, like, clip-on hair is that not noticeable. Oh. But well, that's impressive. That's, All right, I take it back. what girls do. Good for you um, guys. All right. I'm going to pick JWoww. Yeah, JWoww's pretty excellent. Yeah. JWoww is called JWoww because <laughs> she has fake boobs. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly why. Because <laughs> then you go, wow. I love JWoww. I mean, her beginning on the intro, on the credits... I will sleep with a guy and rip his head off after. I mean, but she did. She did neither of those things. She's all talk. She's got a boyfriend at home without a head. (laughs) (laughs) I'm giving the girl props. No, I'm gonna say anyone I nominate for anything. I also love these people. Like, seriously, love them. You know, I found I found all of the like the guys were like annoying, but there were little likable bits to them. But some of the girls were really hard. I mean, I liked Angelina, and I kind of liked JWoww, too. Yeah. But, uh, I like... Quote, quote from JWoww. I left the club early because I didn't want to cheat on my boyfriend, and I felt like eating ham and drinking water. <laughs> ham. Ham in the big close-up, and she puts it in the camera. <laughs> yeah, ham. I felt like drinking water and eating ham. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, those cold cuts. Love it. All right, that's uh, kind of fun. Yeah, I, I think Schnooky, Snickers, Schnooks is uh, definitely up there. I uh, Absolutely. I, I think Snickers has got to have it. And she has some endearing moments, but Snickers is also like, there's a reason why people in the house don't like her. I don't know. The girl got decked in the face. I can't I can't say anything mean about okay, her. Here's, Seriously, here's, she get, then she gets hit again by the, by the other girl. In the same face. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on the attack then against Snooky. Because first of all, she gets punched in the face and only kind of deserves it the first time. But then later, there's a fight, and then they cut to her saying, "I saw hair flying," and I was like, "How can I get into this brawl?" Bitch wanted to fight. Well, yeah, she, she was every in her power to get hit. Well, her her record was 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 0 and 1. She wanted to even that out, right? You gotta you gotta get to 500. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody gonna beat her for douche of the year award? Angelina. Yeah, Angelina. Angelina. Okay, Absolutely. first of all, Angelina was gone for the whole show, so you can't really exactly. Keep yes, like man up, stay at the Jersey Shore, just do your little work in okay. the T-shirt factory. Yeah. Okay. And Angelina said Angelina had the best line of the show. She has garbage bags for luggage. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> okay. Angelina has the best quote of the show, which is this: She walks into the T-shirt store and she says. This job is beneath me. I'm a bartender. I do great things. I do great things. I did love that. <laughs> uh, I think I think my favorite was when she was so offended that Snooky was in the hot tub the first night in thong underwear, and she said, "At least put on a thong bathing suit because that's classier." <laughs> <laughs> See, she knows what she wants out of the world. No, they all know what they want. We vote now. Okay. We vote. We vote. 
Okay, male douche of the year in a leading role. We, I think we all still the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Situation. Okay. 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 Female. I'm going with Snook. No. Angelina. Angelina. Oh my God. Um. Do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, I hated Sammy the most okay. of the girls. Great. So I'm voting right. Sammy. Yeah. A vote for Sammy is a vote for Angelina. Chris, don't do it. <laughs> I gotta go Sammy. with my heart. Sammy is the nader. He's throwing your situation. vote away. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a two douche system. <laughs> you gotta vote for one of them. <laughs> All right, Angelina wins douche. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's so let's go. Uh, so so our our next category. Let's go for. Uh, uh, Ooh, I got, I got one if you don't. Yeah, go for it. All right. This is the Wooby Award. Um, this is the person you kind of feel bad for a little bit. <laughs> Oh, um, interesting. I, I'm going for Snooky again, and here's why. Snooky falls into a nice line, a lineage, if you will, on our show of girls who cannot get laid to save their lives. <laughs> sure. And that is awesome. <laughs> Not podcasters, girls in books that we've read. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> All of our podcasters are, I'm t- sure, totally doing fine for themselves. Yeah, yeah. I'll say it's a good nomination. I'm going to go with Ronnie. He's my, he's my, uh, my pick. Well, yeah. Oh, just poor Ronnie. Because yeah, he's just he like he loves so hard, and he's so like like <laughs> he's so ill-equipped to like deal with with any kind of feeling, and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know how to deal with emotions, so he starts flipping tables over. Yeah, it's so because he tries, he really tries to like be in like a relationship, be a good boyfriend, but like like him and Sammy are just <laughs> the emotional maturity of of ten year olds, and like they they try really hard, but they get it hurt so quickly. Uh, It's it's very endearing to me. Um, I'm going to have to uh, give the award to Vinny, because I don't think he got enough FaceTime. He's the smallest in the house of the guys. And, uh, you know, he had to sleep in a room by himself. You know who else? Actually, I think the situation would also have been my Wooby nomination, because he has the lowest standards of any human I've ever seen. (laughs) And I think that is adorable. I think that's fun to hear. Like, at one point, one of the guys says, like, he, Mike would bang a Gatorade bottle if it had a pulse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that would be harder than fucking women. Like, a Gatorade bottle with a pulse sounds like the grossest thing I could ever imagine. Well, also, like, I, I, I just, you know, it wouldn't be sexy, but I'd be intrigued. I'd have to re-examine my worldview if Gatorade I, bottles had pulses, right? I'd be all, sure, yeah, sure, study pulse. it, but it, I wouldn't study it with my penis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that wouldn't be my first investigative probe. I like how the situation in this hypothetical would be Can studying. It... Be like, I wonder what would happen if. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've discovered a new creature. Let's fuck it. <laughs> I want to send Doctor the Situation on the mission to Mars. <laughs> uh, my whoopee is is the production crew. <laughs> Specifically, there was a PA who had to blue tape over the Miller Light. On beer cans. Every beer can. <laughs> I saw In that. the entire house. And that person has a shitty job. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go production crew. I'm changing my vote. Okay. They also had to review a lot of footage of them hooking up. I'll go to production crew yeah. also. All right. You, you want yeah, to I think you're, you win. Good, good job. Come from behind victory. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one one more category really quickly. Uh, second best nickname. Ah. Sec- yeah, because obviously the situation wins for best. I think that's the dumbest nickname. 
Oh, okay. Best nickname. But sometimes the dumbest is the catchiest. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely the catchiest. But really, before this show, if anybody nicknamed you the situation, you'd be like, that's awkward and complicated. That's not a good nickname. Okay, but you know what else is awkward and complicated? Wow with three W's. <laughs> wow has two, so it's one. not like, oh my god, there's three. It's just one extra. That is 50% more W's. <laughs> As a percentage, that is a huge increase in W's. I'm really pissed that my nickname isn't JWoww. Let's na- let's come up with another word that has three W's in it. Um. Uh, no, there's no other word. There, humans don't have words with that many W's. I'll think of one and I'll email. World Wide Web, all one word. Is that one word? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit. All right. Uh, so to wrap up our awards show, uh, really quick, everyone give one ancillary award to anybody for any reason. Okay. Nice. I'm going to give JWoww a How Does Her Shirt Stay On award. Yeah, for that, that Chloe mysterious, business. Yeah, mysterious double-sided tape award. I've tried double-sided tape, and it doesn't work. And, wow, something. See, JWoww. Yeah, JWoww. It deserves another W. There's too much to cover. <laughs> yeah, the second, the second W is for her tits. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give a good parenting award to the situation. <laughs> All right. I'm not sure who it was, but at one point I think a uh, situation told one of the other guys to, to go start the grill, and yeah. the guy just pours a bunch of charcoal in this gas grill and lights it. All right? <laughs> yeah, Polly D. Polly D. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> okay. Which unsurprisingly causes a fire. Yeah. Well, the, situ- the situation doesn't get mad, though. All right? He was like, yo, you can't do that. And he said, but actually, I think it's going to be all right. And Polly D says, oh, for real? And situation says, for real. And I thought that was very good parenting on his part. It's very supportive. My award is the uh, Little Vocational Achievers Award. (laughs) It goes out to Polly D. It goes out to Polly D, who decided that being in a house and working in a t-shirt factory one day a week is no excuse not to pursue his vocation. Um, He is a DJ by trade, and he decided to do his work. Um, while at the shore and spin a couple nights at Karma and apparently went off really well. So, um, yeah. you know, good job and I'm glad he keeps chasing that rainbow. Yeah, nice. He is your girlfriend's favorite DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so my, my award goes to the uh, not too manly to go to the doctor award and that's, <laughs> that's going to go to Vinny because yeah. in, in like episode two Vinny gets ocular herpes <laughs> and is like <laughs> Shit, I better take my crusty red eye to the doctor. And then he does. That Also, Ronnie gets the I don't understand contagion award. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie thinks that because Vinny dove near through the legs of a lady who was probably 30 at the dance floor, that that's what gave him pink eye. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it seems unlikely, but... Maybe the girl's legs had pink eye. Maybe her jeans had pink eye all over yeah. them. Maybe yeah. she had pink knee and it was able to transmutate. <laughs> for uh, for Snooky, I'm going to give the uh, Aspiring Vegetarian Award. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> quote, I don't eat lobster because it's alive when you kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's alive when you kill it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that wraps up our uh, Jersey Shore Awards show. Thank you all for being here. Thank you to the Academy, and thank you to especially the Jersey Shore people for being so award-winning.
right, I got I got a I got a totally different conversation, but it's important for us to have. Great. Okay. So this is a game for the three of you called Is That a Breakup Worthy Offense? <laughs> so I need you, I need you all to vote. Okay. Dancing with another guy at a club, is it a breakup worthy offense? Um no, I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What kind of music is playing at the time? JWoww's decision on this was it's not sexual because it was house music. Yeah. No, that's fair. House music sucks. Okay, sure, but but what if it had been swing or tango? Would tango is the dance of love? Would that have counted? Now, if my boyfriend can tango, then by all means, spread the love around. Tango your ass off. Because <laughs> that's hot and sexy. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Jay Wow's decision was no. Don't break up with me for that. So what do you, what do you guys think? Uh, absolutely agree. I yeah. Think- dancing you're gonna look like an asshole if you're being antisocial so no all right next up looking at your roommate's secret penis piercing breakup worthy offense uh i mean yeah it's it's close further details i'm gonna say specifically looking at a secret penis piercing alone in his bed as opposed to like in a group party situation. yeah i think i had a conversation last time i was here about the difference between laying down and standing up yeah am yeah. i laying down looking at the penis piercing break up yeah am i standing up all right i'm just looking that is was, a good pull. It, was, it was a locker room situation you know but yeah uh, Hers was not. I mean, they were like, yeah. they had been making out, and then he was like, check out the thing, the piece of metal through my dick. No, she reached down and said, oh. You oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she reached down, like, and did what? Like, was touching his jeans or, like, took hold of the hose? She No, she, well, her metal detector was beeping, yeah, so right, she started digging. She, she thought it might have been, like, I don't know, like a ring or, like, pirate gold. Yeah, a couple of <laughs> buried nickels from pirates. Ring toss! <laughs> <laughs> Got a lightning rod. Uh, so, so Jay Wow's decision unknown because she didn't think it was important to tell her boyfriend about that part. Yeah. On a related note, he called your big toe Flintstone worthy. Breakup offense? Yes or no? I'm gonna bury him in like my backyard. <laughs> no, because love is about accepting everything about your partner, and if you poke a little fun at each other about, you know. Whatever, a Flintstone toe. toe or, you know, Hobbit toe. I love toes. that she has one Flintstone toe, not like Flintstone toes. That's what makes it sad. Yeah, one of her toes is so much bigger than the other. She has to get custom shoes. Nursing shoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Sammy's decision in this particular case was, oh, yes, words have been said that cannot be taken back. That is some shit. What does that mean? I, uh, you can't take back that he called your toe big. But they're like, together. Well, they broke up over that, but then they got back together later. Okay. So they didn't take the words back so much as they forgot about them because they they got drunk again. Okay. All right, breakup worthy offense or not? She says that you're her best friend and you've only known each other for two weeks. Which two people in the house was this? This is Sammy. It refers to Ronnie as literally her best friend. As literally her best friend, which I think, personally, I think is much worse than saying I love you too soon because this is like, not only I love you, but like, I don't have any other friends. Well, I think that's it. She probably doesn't have any other friends. That yeah, that's a red She's flag a for salty, me. Salty, salty witch. Sweetheart. <laughs> By salty, I mean surly and unpleasant. Oh, I thought right, you not meant like pir- not pirate. Yeah, I thought you meant like sea shanties and such. You know. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, uh, which version of the edit did you see? <laughs> Actually, that would be so great. Instead of Sammy Sweetheart, it's like Sammy Blackbeard or something like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's a pirate. Awesome. Like she's got beard extensions. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like it's like a peg leg that's like kind of like oversized, which she's really like self conscious about. <laughs> Your Flintstone peg leg. <laughs> Hey, Ez, so uh, I know you're out of the country, but I hear that you've been uh, following, like, American politics really closely. Following it? I've been shaping it, Alex. In what way? Well, uh, you know about the whole uh, crazy pastor guy who wanted to burn, like, 200 copies of the Quran? Yeah, the guy who had more copies of the Quran than followers? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I made him stop burning it. You, you're the one who convinced him to I stop? I mean, not me specifically. It was mostly, um, it was mostly audible.com. Oh wait, wait! Wait! Did you did you offer him a free audiobook and that made him so happy he didn't have to burn stuff? Yeah, pretty much. He just wanted a little bit of attention, something to do in his free time. Um, and so yeah, I, I recommend uh, Jonathan Franzen's new book, uh, Freedom, and he was a big fan. So so oh, that's well, that was really sweet of you. Because mm-hmm. I was because the other option is maybe you like you tr- told him to burn audio copies of the Quran, and he tried that and got so confused he couldn't he couldn't continue. Well, no, he did burn them. He just burned them onto CDs, and so now he's just giving away for free. Oh, what a what a great guy! Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Every- I mean, except for that he's sort of pirating material that's copyrighted. But other than that, that's really nice. Wait, you think the Quran's copyrighted? Well, the audiobook recording of it probably is. I mean, I think it's. Huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need a legal expert to talk. Uh, Chris, you're the closest thing to a legal expert on the show right now. Yes. Give us a ruling. I mean, the the text itself is not copyrighted, but a recording of it could be. Specifically, the one on Audible is copyrighted by Trout Lake Media. Um, Jen, you are a trout uh, expert. What, 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 what do you say about that? Yum. <laughs> <laughs> Audible.com. Support intolerance against trout. <laughs> um, record one more version without trout just in case that trout part doesn't get in. Oh, okay. Audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. Support intolerance against... <laughs> <laughs> Well, you found the orders really well, but not necessarily in a way that's helpful. Okay, I thought that's what Ezra wanted, was <laughs> that same thing, but without trout. I would like a 60-second no-judgment joke-off. So at one point, uh, I, God, I can't remember. I think, it was, I think it was Pauly D who said this, but he said, I like my clothes like I like my girls. And he didn't fill in the pun for that. So there are a bunch of options, obviously, right? There's like clean, not wrinkly. Dirty and lying in a heap after I'm done with them. Pre-shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> Long in the leg, soft in the waist. That's how I like them. Handled by children in China. <laughs> For about two years in college, only black. <laughs> Second hand and smelling like barbecue. <laughs> what? 
love in a house is so necessary. No bra with that blouse is so necessary. No panties and jeans, that's so necessary. And why you front on me? Is that necessary? Do I? To you look like a lame. Who to understand a bra with a mean shoe game? Who's up on dot, 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 and Vera Wang? My, are you insane? That's just what you want me to do. Change clothes. Okay, so uh, it's time for our the second half of our compliment sandwich. So we're going to go in reverse order from what we did the first time. This is our last compliment for Jersey Shore Season 1. What have you got, Jen? Well, I would like to compliment the dancing sensation of the fist pump. Oh, so good. Beating up the beat. Yeah, I, I just feel that now if I accidentally fall in a club, I could be like, I didn't fall down. I'm just beating up the beating up the beat on I the floor. I just headbutted the beat. And then get up and do a little bit of fist pumping, and they're like, oh, she's down. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. Uh, awesome. All right. So beating up the beat, Jen's comment. Going backwards, Chris, your turn. Yeah, I would like to say that uh, Ronnie provided me with some deep existential introspection uh, in episode one and two when they're talking about Snooky, who uh, her, the first thing she does is get blackout drunk and try to hook up with everybody. And I mean everybody. And the next day, you know, Ronnie's like, he, he has some perspective on it. He says, who are we to say who is classy and who is not? <laughs> And this entire show Very made me deep. think about what you know. What do I know about class if these guys are just having a good time? That was the original tagline of the Jersey Shore. Actually. It should be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who <laughs> say who is classy? It's, much, it's a much deeper show. Yeah, it's. A, uh, you're no longer racist or or hateful against douchebags. Yeah, basically. I'm more like Ezra. I, I'm just full of love. Wait, Alex, oh, that's great. douchebag is a race in your... Uh... It is, yeah. It's a race of douchebags. <laughs> well, I mean, it's sort of a race and it's sort it's of a really culture. It's more like it's a like, culture, like yeah. a faith. Like, like you can be born into it, but you can also marry into it. Okay. You can convert, but it takes a lot of work. Pop lots of colors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ez, what's your, what's your final compliment? Um... I'm not really sure how to phrase this, but basically when, when Wow calls her boyfriend after, uh, seeing uh, Polly D's uh, secret penis piercing, first thing she says is, I don't want to talk about it, which is a really such a great thing, like way to like open up a conversation when you call someone. <laughs> you call someone. Yeah, but, but what the guy says next, like uh, he says, um, which I think one of the best like foreshadowing Patsy lines I've ever heard is, I hope it's not relationship breaking. <laughs> <laughs> which is just, I just love someone like going around just like naming exactly what's like, like, like someone's like holding like a gun to the guy. He's like, "Wow, I hope that's not uh, skin killing," or like. <laughs> well, that might be exactly the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like so- Socrates like looks at the hemlock. He's like, "Wow, I hope that's not poison having or something." It's it, 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 it was like Chris's like tired speech, but yeah. like in a kind of foreshadowing uh, way. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I, I my comp- my last compliment is also uh, sort of about speech, and uh, that is this. The situation doesn't want to clean up his own plate after he cooked this huge dinner, which I can kind of understand, but he's still being a douche about it. Anyway, but so no one else wants to clean up after him because he's a douche. So he says, that's fine. Don't clean up after me. You're excluded from chicken cutlet night. (laughs) Boom. That is the Jersey Shore adult version of you're not coming to my birthday party. It's booyah. You don't get to have chicken cutlet night. I do want some cutlet right now, so that that is effective. As an Italian... Not being given food was punishment throughout my childhood. Yeah, absolutely. You you can't you can't have this. 
In fact, uh, I'm horribly offended you didn't bring some ZD to this recording session. Well, we're going to go play some kickball, and yeah, I didn't we, want we you do. to be weighted down. We do, okay. <laughs> Well, now this is time for my absolutely favorite segment. You'll excuse us guests, but Chris and I and Ezra, the three of us are going to answer some listener mail. So, Chris, why don't you read us the first question? Feifei asks, here's a question slash thought. Why not have your girlfriends on the show sometime? You force them to sit through the same crap. I want to I want to tell you the answer to this is that we have already had all three of our girlfriends on the show at different points. And it's up to you to find them. Is this really true? I think we've all mentioned them by name. I don't think it's that hard. No, oh, I don't. Sorry. Oh, oh, haha. That was a trick question because Ezra can't mention his girlfriend because he's got a wife now. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, I think of the three of them, Tanya is probably the most interested in being a full guest on the show. That would be yeah. uh, So we are going to have her on some point. Uh, but uh, in the short term, we already have had it. I'll give you another... Here's another hint. My girlfriend swore more than your girlfriend's combined. Wait, wait. Is your girlfriend uh, Sarah Palin's bleep clip that I showed? Are you asking if I'm dating a clip that you made? <laughs> yes, that is what I'm asking. Is it true? It's an impressive sham, dude. <laughs> Answer the question, Alex. Why are you dodging this? <laughs> All right, that is it for our show. Thank you all for joining us. This has been episode 60. We will be back next week with, uh, it, I mean, it hurts me to say this out loud, all of season two of Jersey Shore. Oh, you bastards. You that, then? If you also love pain and hate your brain cells, watch all of season two of the Jersey Shore, which apparently takes place not at the Jersey Shore, which is awesome. Uh, anyway. That's... I love Miami, except for the trannies. <laughs> Is that the song? That's what Snooki sings when she's drunk. Awesome! Is the whole cast back? Spoil it for me. The whole Angelina cast is back. Oh. Get ready. Okay, awesome. Cockblock is back. All right. So anyway, uh, thank you as always for being here, Chris and Ezra. Yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, Ezra, stay safe in Nigeria. Don't run any email scams. I'm uh, sending those out. <laughs> Jen, uh, the the scenario. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. All right, that's it. We'll be back next week. Take care, you guys. Bye. Quack, 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 quack. I'm a soldier in the war.